How's it going everyone? Derek from Make Media Studios and this week I have my buddy Arturo Rangel. He is a, yeah, did I get it? Did I get it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah. <laughs> that was Perfect. a tongue twister. I've been, I've been practicing it here for a couple minutes. Um, Arturo, uh, you're, you're an actor here in the South Bay area and yeah. I've worked with you on a couple of sets and it's been a lot of fun. And um, I yeah. just wanted to have you on the podcast today and talk to, talk to you about the acting life. How's that going for you? Oh, man, let me tell you that um, it, I've been very, very blessed and very, very fortunate. And um, I've just been continuously growing and it's been great and a lot of fun. And um, I'm lucky to still even be working sometimes during the quarantine, you know, like not too many actors are. And um, I've been very, very fortunate to be able to get a couple gigs here and there. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's it's hard, hard to share. Court, court, yeah, quarantine life here with um, any type of creative work, I think, is definitely stunted um, at the moment. But um, it's good you're still getting work because you're. You, how long have you been doing this acting stuff? Um, I got started probably like two and a half years ago. Oh wow! And um, working actor wise, like okay. everybody can be an actor, but if you become a working actor, then that's when you know, like, you're doing something. You're getting right. up there, right? Right. So, well, what's the definition of that? Give me the definition of just a normal, like actor act, then working actor. What's the definition of that? So I have it. I mean, I feel like as an, like if a person wants to say they're an actor, like it could be a hobby, it could be something in school or, you mm. know, what I define as working actors, like someone that does it like professionally, someone that's making it their job, right. you know, and, um, that's what I learned as I was taking classes right before I got started. And I learned from an actress herself who's been in the industry for five years. Her name's Jackie Dallas. And uh, she told me, your goal is to be a working actor. Mm. You want to get paid for your craft. So, yeah, that's my definition of it. That's what it was explained to as me or that was how it was explained to me. And um, I decided to make it a a profession, a career. <laughs> nice, nice. When did um? How long before that switch over to where you started making it as a as a full time job? Um, were you doing it kind of for fun before that or anything? Mm, honestly, no. Okay. No, I I had always wanted to be an actor. Um, my cousins and I got started when we were like six years old. Okay. My grandma, she had a camera laying around, and we yeah. would grab it and just like do stunts, do skits. We would impersonate her, which she hated, yeah. but it was pretty funny. And uh, yeah, I just uh, probably about three and a half years ago, I moved back to California and I was like, you know what, I'm going to make the switch because I was living in Arizona at the time. Okay. I was like, I'm just going to figure out what I can do to become an actor. So I, it probably took a year and a half to fully get settled in and say, okay, now I can pursue this career. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, when did, um, what kind of was the first start to that working actor? What did you do first? What was like your first gig? Oh my God. It was, uh, I was, a, uh, I was an extra, I was an extra for the show, big little lies. Ah. Um, it was filming over here in Monterey. That's that's. And, um, I showed up to the casting because this is the first time I'd ever heard about extras even being, you know, cast it here locally. So yeah. I went down there and there was like 600 people oh, wow. in line waiting to get in. And, uh, 
I don't know. I got very fortunate. I got picked. I got selected. And um, as soon as I was able to be on set, I just kind of realized, like, man, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. This is so cool. But, you know, being an extra is is cool. But it's like, no, you want to try to go after a role. You want to try to, you know, be a character. You want to tell a story. So um, I started with the extra stuff or maybe like one or two things. And then I said, okay. Now it's time to go and try to go after a role. <laughs> got it, got it. And uh, how did you find that casting opportunity here? Like that, where, where did you? Was it at college or where was it that you found out? No, it was uh, one of my cousin's mother-in-laws saw the posting about it in Facebook, and uh, she Family. knew that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. They they always have your back, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's funny because I had not even met my mother-in-law at the time or his, my cousin's mother-in-law, I had not met her yet. And uh, my cousin likes to hype me up like, oh, my cousin's going to be a big star. And this Got is it. what he came back to California to do. Right. And uh, she sent it over to me and I, I went down there. I just went with a, I think it, they required one headshot and then just your up-to-date information. So nice. Yeah. What did you do as, as an extra? But what was the scene or what was it like? Because I mean, set life is amazing, <laughs> right? Like that's and, and yeah. that's what drew you in. You you saw that set. And that's what happened to yeah. me, man. Like when you're on a big set with like a crew and a whole bunch of people, it's just something about it, like that working machine that just kind of draws you in. You're like, man, this is like it's magical almost. <laughs> it's 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 so magical because like you can only do stuff in movies that you can't do in real life. Right. Right. Like when do you have a picnic right next to the ocean side with like, you know, some celebrity, like, uh, for, for me, it was, uh, I was close to, um, uh, Nicole Kidman. Okay. I was uh, working in the scene with Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon. Nice. And then, uh, Meryl Streep came in at the end and, uh, I was just like six feet away from them. She was looking at us. She was saying, hi, we were sitting there talking to her and we we're just like, wow, like, I just remember looking at her like, that's you that I've been looking yeah. at the movies for so long. Like, that's so crazy. I was, I was starstruck. But um, yeah, the scene was, um, we had a picnic out there in um, Lover's Point. They set up like a little cafe area out there and um, they were talking about just like the drama and stuff that's happening in the show. Right. And uh, then we had another scene where we went to the courts because she had to take the boys to court for some reason in, okay. in, um, I think it was the second season of Big Little Lies. Okay. And uh, that's when we really got to be close with Nicole Kidman. And I don't even know where the hell the cameras were set up at because the uh, the producers and the directors, they must have hit it behind like a glass or something. But um, yeah, we were filming the entire time. I had no idea. They were just like, okay, you walk just around. act like you're walking in. Okay, everybody's walking into court. Okay, she's going to come in now. Okay, okay, we're good. All right, guys, thanks. I was like, okay. This is this is interesting, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> was that kind of like um, meeting or seeing these actresses and seeing them in real life? Was that kind of a realization for you that you're like, these are just everyday people like they're doing what I want to do and I can do this. Is that kind of that kind of hit you? Yeah, dude, it hit me like right away. Yeah, I don't I know you work out over at uh, GFF and Gold's Gym, right? Yep. And um, we have a couple sometimes we have some celebrities that'll come in like low key, we'll have a couple, oh, really like one or two every like six months. But um, I met uh, Lindsay Morgan. Okay. Um, she's on the show the 100. She's like the mechanic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, drop dead beautiful. 
So I was uh, working there at the gym. Um, I think that's how I kind of met you, right? Like we had seen each other on and off because I was working at the gym. I saw you at the gym and then you were on the set with Trevor Rock. And you did, oh, yeah. we did the film Morgan yeah. Hill. And then I was the director of photography for that. And then and then I've seen you at the gym some more. And then the Giggly Dickens shoot. That's yes, yeah. that's, that's our, our two our two our two appearances on set together. I wish yeah, I wish it would have been on Big Little Lies. That would have been <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, you would have had so much fun. I could totally see you out there doing your thing, man. Dude, I and you definitely will. I yeah, I'm I'm working on it every day a little bit closer. Um I like um we'll see, man. Um I'm I'm always just trying to find the next thing. I'm applying to jobs yeah. like right before you we got on this podcast. I'm looking for gigs that's, here and that's there. That's what it is. It's the grind, man. Last yeah. night I was still handling uh sending emails back talking to people because it's like it's really like um for for us in this industry it's like day and night you know mm -hmm. like in the morning you got to do something at night you got to do something you could be on vacation you got to do something yep. <laughs> like, i was just, just i was just in disney world the last couple of days actually i just came back for my birthday went with my, yeah my wife that's awesome me. happy happy late birthday by the way <laughs> but no i agree with that whole night like anytime i i like that that's what i like doing this freelance for me it's freelance right freelance videography um, I have to grind for that work and find those gigs and those jobs to get to keep going. Um, I kind of mm -hmm. find it exciting. It's 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 frustrating at sometimes, but it it makes yeah. me work harder for what I want. I don't know. Um, I feel like yeah. it's night and day though, like you were saying, because this morning I felt like, man, I'm trying to find a gig. There's just nothing. There's just nothing. And then within the last hour and a half, like two things have kind of popped up that I'm like, oh man, I got to get these. So I'm talking to people and messaging people and I'm trying to get, get in. And it's like, like, oh, there's no work. And then there's a whole bunch of work. Do you yeah. get that? Do you get that same thing kind of sometimes where it's like, like dead. And then all of a sudden it just switches and a whole bunch of things oh. are happening. Oh, definitely, dude. And and that's that's something that, um, you know, like everyone in our industry should realize that once you get the ball rolling, it's like you put so much effort and energy into one thing and then another thing pops up. And then it's just like I remember trying to handle like four or five different things like a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to I realized that it does get overwhelming, you know, like um, once you get it going, you just got to hang on and do your best. Right. And then there'll be a time where you get like a week break and you'll be like, OK, let me recharge. Let me recharge. And then you just go right back at it. Yep. Especially when like when you sit there and you're like, oh, you start to think you're like, oh, man, I don't know if I can handle all this. There's too many things coming at me at once. But you're like, well, wait. Yeah. I remember a couple of weeks ago when there was nothing coming at me. So I'm going to yeah. push through this no matter what, because I'm going to make this yeah. work. And then I'll take, I know I'm going to get into the break here pretty soon because yeah, it's a wait. Yeah. You got to ride it's that way. Fingers wave. crossed. Fingers crossed. You get a break, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I feel like everyone that's like, uh, has like a project going on. Like I, I've met a couple production people that, or like directors and mm -hmm. producers that they'll be filming for like a month and a half off, or they'll be filming for right. a month and a half straight. And then next thing you know, when they're done, they're at the beach or they're like yeah. in Mexico or they're somewhere just relaxing because yep. uh, it does take a toll. It definitely takes a toll. And then, um, you know, you got to find your your happy point. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's always kind of like I said, speeding up. And then it, I, I, I'm getting I'm getting these waves, but the waves are always kind of increasing. Right. You're always getting a little bit more work and then a little less mm -hmm. break, but a little bit more work, a little less break. So that's good. Yeah. So you yeah. told me recently that you were getting represented now. Is that yeah. right? So that was like mm -hmm. kind of your next step. You, you were telling me that you went big little lies, then you moved over and you started looking for 
um, roles. You wanted to play mm -hmm. characters, tell stories. What what right. was your first kind of roles there? And then we'll intro back into the getting towards representing. Well, you know, I can actually uh, we can do both at the same time because yeah i when i decided to actually go like full-time like this is my career i got represented right off the bat okay um i i have this agent and uh her name's tabitha kitt she's out of sacramento okay. and um we became friends on facebook and then i just uh i started posting little things that i would do here and there um and then she was like hey why don't you come on by um and apply to be part of um my uh, my agency. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I went down there and, um, I did a monologue. I took my two headshots. I took my resume, which had big little eyes on there. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have much, but you know, I yeah. put it on there and I kind of made it look like, you know, somewhat professional. Yeah. And I ended up getting a contract from her for two years. Nice. So that's when I was like, yes, you know, like, okay, now it's time to go in full force. So I think my first role was through her and I was doing commercials for like probably 80% of the work that I did. Okay. A lot of the Bay Area work is commercial or like print. Right. You know, there's not too much TV and film, but over the last year, it's actually been increasing like ridiculous amount. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was a dad. I saw that. <laughs> I was a dad in a commercial. Yep. I was uh, an attorney client. I was a dental patient. Okay. Uh, but it's, it's pretty cool because I got to meet the different production teams. I got to meet casting directors, directors. And um, through my agent, I was actually able to get my first union audition, um, which is through SAG-AFTRA. And I actually nailed that audition and I got the role. So Good job, <laughs> man. Is that something that just happened recently? Um, it happened about a year ago, but okay. there's been some complications with the project, okay. but, um, I still can hold that as SAG eligible because it was all done through SAG. So the fact that I got booked through, a as a principal role on a series, which is like reoccurring, yeah. um, I'm SAG eligible until I have to become a must join. Okay. SAG eligible. Okay. I'm going to dig into that. I don't know too much about SAG. Okay. I've been on set with some SAG actors. Uh, like, so I just recently, a couple weeks ago, I had an actor on here from, um, Ford versus Ferrari. Um, oh, nice. so he, nice. he was on a film set at school through San Jose state and we had all SAG actors. Now we had like, um, I believe it was like an assist, an AD that was filling out the SAG pay sheets. Cause there's, you know, they have to have their break at a certain time, all that, but it's an right. actual official SAG, um, yeah. you know, uh, payroll sheet and all that. It's very interesting. So yeah, what is, perfect. yeah, it's nice. It's great. I mean, that's, that's cool. So you're SAG eligible. What does that mean? SAG eligible. Um, so to become SAG, you need, um, to either book a principal role in a series okay. or you need to have like three, uh, union vouchers. Okay. Um, so you need to do three projects on a union or three, you need to work for the SAG three times. So, if you do it once, you get your first voucher. Okay. And then the second one that you do, you become SAG eligible. Okay. Which means that you, if by the time you work on your third project and it's a union project, that means you have to pay and you have to join SAG in order to work on that project or else you can't. Um, Interesting. So, so how does that the, like? What do they? What does huh? SAG cost? What does SAG cost? Is it expensive or? Oh. Um, is it percentage? So there's there's two different prices for it because there's 
uh, it's divided between Northern California and like LA Hollywood. Okay. And um, like Northern California, San Francisco, I believe it's 1600, perhaps 1800 for the year um, to join. Okay. And then uh, for LA and Hollywood and pretty much everywhere else in the world, it's three grand. Wow. So why Barry, why is would, Bay area? So, I mean, what's funny is Bay area is, it's the opposite for me. Actually, videographer in the Bay Area, not SAG related, but like when LA hits up any videographers in the Bay Area, they usually get intimidated because our prices are a little bit higher. Hence, the cost of living up here is higher. So, yeah. very interesting yeah. that it's opposite for the actor for SAG actors. Well, and I think it's just because like there's way more opportunity for us actors over there in LA, right? And like that's where most of the I think it's the leading like union work is happening in, in yeah. LA and Hollywood. So they have, but the cool thing is like, if you were to pay the three grand in Hollywood, mm -hmm. then it would cover uh, the Northern California costs. It would cover the entire world. Interesting. So do you, um, have you thought about going to Hollywood at all or like going oh, down yeah. to LA? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, uh, I, my, my plan with my agency and with uh, acting consultant, Jackie Dallas, my plan is to just like, get as much experiences that I can in the North Northern California region, like Sacramento Bay area, Got get it. as much experience as I can get my resume looking solid, get my reel looking solid. And then I feel like I would have a better chance in LA because that's like the belly of the beast. You know, you're a grain yeah. of rice and with a million other bags, you know? So yeah. it's like, you definitely want to up your chances of getting casted. And, um, I think when I officially become SAG or union is when I will go down to LA and I'll start looking for those jobs. One of the fun things that I met like a teacher, we were talking a little bit more on the production side of the house. I met some people from LA and the way they kind of the analogy that they gave me was in the Bay area in one month, I might find 10 gigs. I'll find 10 gigs in a month that I will say, Hey, can I do this? And maybe one of the 10 will say yes. Right. Mm -hmm. in LA, you'll go through those 10 in like four or five days. So you're, you're, wow. you're you know what I mean? You're fine. There's more gigs available. So your, 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 your 10% chance of a yes is four times greater because there's more no's that you're going to go through, right? There's more yeah. no's to feed through to get the, the one yes than up yeah. here where there's a, you're going to have a lot more no's, you know, it's like less, less no's anyways. It's an right, interesting right. analogy. Like I haven't, cause I, I want to go down to LA and do a couple years and just try to see what, what it's like and if it's worth it. But mm -hmm. I know I like being up here in the Bay area because I feel like a larger fish in a smaller pond, like kind of like, Oh yeah. That's, yeah. That's we're, we're large mouth bass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what, um, you got anything coming up in the future that you can talk about? I think you were telling me that there were some things that you couldn't talk about. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I couldn't talk about it, but I feel like it's already like passed. Like I, I auditioned for it, and I don't think I got the job because, oh, like, usually when you don't get the job, you just don't hear anything back, right? Okay. It's not like they're just like no. It's like it's not like TV where it's like no, you suck, and you're never gonna, you know, like they just they usually just don't hit you back. Right. Right. And no, thank so. you for applying or anything. Just kind of, uh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. If, if the production company is really cool. Um, if I'm going through my agency and they're the ones reaching out to the client, then I probably won't hear back. But if it's like a self-submitting kind of project where it's like, maybe they, maybe I was like the second person that would get the role, then they would 
message you back and be like, you know, thank you. But yeah, for this project in particular, I don't think I got it just because I, it was a huge project, man. And um, it was actually for Pixar. <laughs> so I was, I was really excited that I got an audition for Pixar. Okay. And, um, you know, I had to sign NDA, a confidentiality agreement, and I can't share the script or share anything right. about it. What the project was. But at was. least I, I can, yeah. what was that? You, you can't release what the project was, but you can say that you auditioned for Pixar type of thing. Right, That's right. That's cool. Right. Was that here? I mean, Pixar is here in the Bay Area. Yeah, it's in Emeryville, actually. Okay. It's, uh, it's a little, it's East North Bay, nice. Northeast Bay. Was it animated or was it, was it uh, live action? I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dig deep. I just wanted to know because I know that Pixar mostly is animated. So, I mean. Oh yeah, this was, uh, this was animated and uh, it was all voiceover. So nice. I went to my buddy's house and he, he's a producer, music producer. Nice. So he has his nice setup and uh, he was able to really grasp like the clarity of the voice. So the quality was there, but I mean, I know a couple other people that also auditioned for it. Yeah. And um, I'm just kind of like, I don't no, you know, like there's so many other big names that could have taken it, you know. Hey, you might um, still get hit up. Maybe things are just kind of on pause because of all the things that are going on. You know what? And that could be true because I went, remember I told you I was going on vacation. Mm -hmm. I left for like a week and a half and that's when all the changes happened. Mm -hmm. And I had just done the audition before I left. Right. So when I came back, it was like, whoa, things kind of changed in California a little bit. So yeah. that, that would be great, actually, if I could hear back from them and they'll be like, hey, we need a second audition. We'll put that We'll put that out in the world right there. You know, it's gonna, they're going to call you. So everything's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. I you're feel welcome, so much you're welcome. better. See, if it's, if it's said here on the podcast, let me tell everyone out there in the world, you need to come on the podcast and you say it out into the world, it happens. This is going to be the first proof of that. <laughs> Give it like a month. This is going to be the first proof of that, man. Yeah. It would, dude, that would be epic, honestly. Like, I'm a big believer in just the good energy that you put out. Mm -hmm. A lot of what happens in this industry is based on how you work and how you're able to be directed and all that. You build up a reputation. Right. So, um, yeah, definitely. It's, We're putting it out into the world. It's, it's nice. You, you meet. The people that really make it, I feel like, are the people that can kind of get along with everyone on a set. Really, you know, that's it's all word of mouth and it's all kind of like who you know. It's not really who you well, it is kind of who you know, but yeah, it's you learn you're you gotta be nice and and people like you. That's what you need. Yeah. Well, check this out. Let me I'm gonna give you guys a little advice that I had gotten from my acting consultant, which I had to pay for, but I'm gonna give it to you guys for free. Good, good. Here you go. <laughs> everyone listen up, turn up your volume. Check it out, check it out, guys. <laughs> um, so a lot of that's that's one thing a lot of people like think right it's like it's not about or it's about who you know right like you gotta you gotta know this person so they can bump you up on this movie right but the reality is it's not about who you know it's about who knows you interesting right? okay so like if the director like if you know the director the director meets like a thousand people in a month right or in a year, whatever it right. may be. But if that director knows you personally and he knows that you are hardworking and you fit roles and you're a good person to work with, then he will bring you back for future projects. Yep. So that's a little secret I learned. So that's something that I've been incorporating with um, myself when I go out to all these projects. Like I'm always welcome to come back because they'll know that I'll do the job. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes sense, man. I mean, like I, I feel like 
it's kind of the same thing on the video side of the house. You know, I what I'm actually liking about this podcast is one, it gave me something to do when this quarantine stuff happened. I, I started doing like these videos for myself and the YouTube channel. But then I started reaching out to like, I met a guy from YouTube that I follow. And um, he does product videos. And I just made that um, White Claw video. I, yeah. I watched what he did. But then I, my wife actually reached out on an Instagram and, and mess started messaging people because she'd seen me talk about it. Like, oh, man, I wonder if I can get one of them on the podcast. So she went yeah. on my on my Instagram and DM these guys. And a couple of them hit me back like that actor from Ford versus nice. Ferrari. He said yes. Yeah. And I feel like it's me just meeting people. This is my way of meeting people from my own home on the screen. But it's connecting in a way. And, you know, like that guy works on those um, co corporate videos or those commercial videos. And he invited me to come out and shoot with him. He was like, yeah, come on. I've never met the guy, you know, I follow him on YouTube and he's like, yeah, come on out and shoot, you know? So it's yeah. like, I'm going to, I have to take him up on the offer, but, um, it's, it's yeah. cool. It's cool. It's, it's and, all and about the beauty people. of like social media is like, you can do that. And I mean, I feel like everyone, everyone that I've come across in this industry is like, just hands down like the greatest people ever you know mm -hmm. like you'll meet like some really cool people that are just like yeah come on out you know we're gonna be working on this film right. why don't you come on out and then you come out there and sure enough it's like well why don't you help us out why don't yeah. you just go ahead and jump in why don't you just you know and i mm -hmm. feel like with social media you can definitely reach out and you can get to know so many people so i'm really glad that that actor hit you up and i mean it's exciting for us actors to be like yeah let me share my side of the story yeah you know yeah it was really cool and thank you for coming here and talking to me today um yeah but also no so some of the things that um oh i lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> oh the product the product and the the um, the guy in the commercial. No, it was it was really cool to start yeah. meeting these people and really um, connect and and just try to like expand your network as much as you possibly mm -hmm. can. Um, you uh, got any tips for people? What do you what you gave a little bit of a tip earlier, but anyone that's out there watching this and wanting to get into acting, what would you say they should do? Um, I would I would just uh, come prepared. You know, like I would definitely try to set yourself up financially before okay. you start joining this world, because, you know, it's never guaranteed that you're going to find the right. next job, you know, so definitely have some some financial stability and then just come with your resume, come with your headshots, um, your headshots um, determine if it's like your intro, you know, like when a producer or casting director looks at your headshot, um, they want to see a little bit of you, not just like your face. They want to see a little bit of your personality. So mm -hmm. definitely have a great headshot, crystal clear headshot, and then just be humble, be kind, be hardworking, be driven. And, um, good things will come very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you just dive into it, just go in the deep end and yeah, jump uh, on in. make sure you have, you know, the, the right amount of strength to swim. That's, that's pretty much it. That's what I can tell. <laughs> right, right. So your financial stability, um, do you, yeah, I, I understand that because like I, I'm at a point now where I'm like with freelance, it's like, I need to have three months, at least three to six months kind of there to mm -hmm. cover what I need. And that's, that's something I've done now that I've gotten older. When I was younger, that was the hardest thing for me to do because I'd always get money. Yeah. Yeah. Spend. You learned, you, you feel like I'm the same way, man. Like I was like 26 when I started this journey. And uh, that's when I realized, like, I need a couple grand to, in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yep. I need to start saving. So, yep. um, 
Yeah, I, I worked probably for about a year and a half, yeah, straight, just like five, six days a week, saving, 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 saving. And then when I went out to go after these jobs, I didn't have to worry about, right. you know, whether gas was going to be covered or my bills were going to be covered. So I think that's the biggest cushion that you could have in this industry is if you have some financial uh, stability, some savings to back you up. Nice, nice. Um, well, I think that's we're getting here close to the end on this. Um, thanks for talking to me today. Yeah, yeah, no problem. It's been a great morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, appreciate you bringing me on. <laughs> yeah, dude, awesome. No, I'm really glad you um, came on. I hope to do some more projects here with you in the future. Um, thanks for coming out to the film set that we did just recently with uh, Giggly Dickens. Yeah, was, yeah, we're still going to continue that, right? Maybe like in August? I think so. I think so. We'll have to talk to Gio and see what he's doing. So, all right. That'd be cool. All Let right, everyone. Know. I think this is it. Uh, this is the end of another podcast. Thank you, Arturo, for being on. Mm -hmm. um, of course. If, if you uh, actually, do you got a reel anywhere or anything like that? So I can like post that down below. You got something? I, I have a couple of my acting reels, okay. and I'm working on the dramatic reel um, in Sacramento. We're still doing that. You got, so a, I you can, got a portfolio or a website or something like that? What was that? You got a portfolio or a website or something like that? I can send you my uh, SF casting link and it has all my commercials on there. There we go. <laughs> SF casting link will be down below so you can find his information. Follow him on Instagram. Follow Make Media on Instagram. And uh, yeah. our, well, that's it. Let's have a, have a good day. Eric, you're the man. We're out. Thanks, guys.